We have a, a really cool, um, a really good um, waffle place down here. Um, oh, yeah. Co-waffle. And they do, they're like, but they're bubble waffles. They do sweet and savory. They're all gluten-free. Ooh. And every month they have a, 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 well, a themed um, yeah. dish. Really affordable. It's like, we, oh, I think we go probably twice a month. Oh. Five quid. Good meal. Pretty good. Pretty Happy good. days. So shout out to Kowaffle. Don't want free stuff. Just really love you guys. <laughs> shout out to Kowaffle. And shout out to our other sponsor, Casio. <laughs> Thanks, Casio, for all you've given us with across the years. Thank you, Casio, for our f- three watches that you sent us. <laughs> Decades of timekeeping on one battery. That's what you got there. One, right there. The dream. one year, I think I had three Casios just because I kept losing them. And I've had uh. the one I have now for about four years because I got it in bright orange. <laughs> I Like Casio, the strap broke, but the watch itself is just in the drawer ticking. It's like, all right. You want to live, you live. Yeah. You do, you have. Do you, have it? do you wear like one of those, those nurse ones that you have upside down? Pin onto you. <laughs> Just pin it to my chest. Hello, and welcome to Pisces. We're playing the Delta Green campaign Impossible Landscapes by Dennis Detweiler, adapted to be set in the UK. My name is Rich and I'm the Handler. My players are Jordan as Working Agent Nero and Ed as Working Agent Gonzo. Please be aware, Delta Green games contain uncomfortable topics, including graphic violence and depictions of mental illness. Let's begin. So last week you carried on your adventures in the Hotel Broadalbin. Um, you were looking for a way into the Whisper Labyrinth. Unfortunately, not many people, a lot of people seem to know about it, but not a lot of people know how to get there. A lot of people know about the bottles and wanting to find their bottles, but still they, they had no idea how to actually get down there. Um, but you went back to Elmer and he offered you a job, offered you two jobs. And he said, if you do one of my jobs for me, I, I will take you down to the uh, to the Whisper Labyrinth. Uh, and his job was unfortunately pretty gruesome, taking care of some rats in the walls. And I've said about that. After the ratting, he went back to Elmer. Uh, he proffered you a, a lantern. And then uh, took you down to the entrance of the Whisper Labyrinth. And that's where we left it. The beginning of the expedition inside. Elmer Lassette. Elmer Lassette, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I will just remind you. Entering the archway, one sees a smallish circular stone room with three damp and narrow hallways leading off into darkness. Um, a light source is needed to progress beyond, for the tunnels are completely black. In every wall, there are small alcoves and shelves. Each holds an opaque bottle. There are tens of thousands of these bottles throughout the labyrinth, no two alike. Each person, oh sorry, each bottle has a person's name on it, like a crem, uh, cremation urn. Every bottle is closed by a cork or a lid. So you had the three, three alleyways, the three hallways leading off into the darkness. I think you chose the left, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Always go left. Chose the left. 
Okay. Always go left. <laughs> Always go left. General rule in life and politics. <laughs> Amen. I'm with you, oh, with you on that one, brother. Um, so off you go. Gonzor, let's um, let's take time and read every single bottle very, very carefully out loud. <laughs> Start with the A's. Annabelle. <laughs> Amelia. Unfortunately, Audrey. they're not in alphabetical order. That would make your job a whole lot easier, wouldn't it? Uh, well, what are you? I mean, what are you wanting to do? You know that you've been told to find J.C. Lynn's bottle, find the author his bottle. Mm-hmm. That's your main objective. But you know as well that your bottles would be down here if Wait. that's something you interested you. We have seen and our bottles before in this environment. You've seen your uh, bottle. Yeah. Yeah, you so. you've seen a picture of your bottle. You saw you also saw the Whisper Labyrinth through a crack in the wall. Yeah. Um uh, I think it was in the ninth floor. Was it it the, was. was it Dorchester? And I, I tried Dorchester. to crawl in and then it collapsed. You tried to crawl in and it collapsed, yes. So So uh, unfortunately you you don't have an idea of where it would be. Okay. Because it's a labyrinth. Right? Well. Now, Can we just look for a rock based, fall and hope it's around that? <laughs> they're all rock walls. Based, based on the information that we have, um, oh, or, or our knowledge, should I say, us getting our bottle, it's... It, the King Bale says it's something like, it, it's our like essence or like soul or it's like yeah. us. That's that's our understanding of it. You've you've heard of them referred to as soul bottles as well. Yeah. And the demon who we summoned said that when we get our bottle, it will be revealed. Is that right? Uh, the yes. question the question of king king the king in yellow can can he be killed? Yes. Looking at my character, I don't think I will be able to do that. However, um, I think that John is of the opinion, or sorry, Nero is of the opinion that he wants to find four bottles. He wants to find his own. He mm-hmm. wants to find Gonzo's. He wants to find JC's, and he wants to he wants to find Elmer. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean. At this point, you know, meta, Ed wants to... Yeah, there's no point going back into the real world because my life is terrible now. But, you know, Gonzo would probably... <laughs> he's probably thinking, you know, get the bottle as failsafe, but if we're going to get to the king to... Realistically, he's still thinking it's, it's go time. There's a chance of killing him. He's the living king, right? He's the living god, so... If it lives, it can die. So he just wants to get deep into this. He wants to get to Carcosa. So, mm. yeah. And we've got time to get four. Let's face it, time is it's our friend. Because it's meaningless here. Yeah. Uh, what was the name of the demon you saw in person? Yes, it was. His final words, go then and in your bottle find your truth. Yeah. Mm. So that that's at the back of his mind. Back of Nero's mind. So you want to find you want to find all four, ideally. So while he's frantically scanning for, through all these bottles, Nero's like, "Gonzo, I, I, I've got to find man, and 
I know that you want to find yours, but you know, Abigail said that Jace is our main objective to get through. We need to find the author's bottle. But I can't I can't go back on that promise I said to Elmer, especially with a surname like Lissette. It must be connected to all this. And me- mechanically, what's our sort of approach here? Yeah, I'm just going to th- think about it. Like, look, three bottles. We just need three. But if we can get four, great. But if there's any chance, it's going to it's gonna kill us or it's... And if, if it gets too hairy, we leave that fourth one, okay? All right. Let's find Jace's to start with. Cool, you want to start with Jace's? Yeah, I think so. Ooh. Okay. So, this is a very confusing place. It's very easy to become disoriented. It is extremely dark. You feel that if you were to get separated, it would be very bad. You go this way, I go that. <laughs> yeah. Let's split up. Meet back here two days. <laughs> nah, I think um, uh, we, we don't go out of sight of each other. Yeah, we just yeah, stay correct. close enough that as always we can always see each other. So you're searching for JC Lindsay's bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I said, it's a it's a strange place. You go up and down uh, through passages, out into bigger areas, in through smaller areas as you as you wander around for what seems like hours. Um, can I have a search roll from Agent Nero, please? 68 uh, over over. Mm. over the sound of a wailing child reaches you and it sounds like it's just coming from round the next bend it sounds oddly familiar though you can hear it (laughs) he looks at Gonzo and he says I'm not getting fooled. This is a a trick of trick of the mind. We we've got to steer the course. I can't I can't fall for it. I mean, let's go. You just fucking ice pick some kid to death in events. So <laughs> <laughs> you should be pretty chill with this, bro. You know, you did worse things recently. But no, it's um. I'll nod. But look, just. What we see and we hear, we can't trust. Just look at the bottles and let's get out of it. And uh, as soon as you start speaking, you hear from around the bend, Daddy? Daddy, is that you? And coming around the corner, there's a small girl, probably about nine or ten years old. Uh, ice picket, quick! Tears <laughs> streaming down her face. And it's Sarah. And she sees you, Agent Nero, and she says, Daddy, Daddy, it's you! And she runs towards you and grabs hold of your legs. No. No, you're not real. You're a... You're a phantom of my imagination. You're... You're not real. And and if I were to, like, touch her forehead to push her away, does it feel real? Yep. Daddy, don't go. Please don't leave me again, Daddy. You said you wouldn't go anymore. I'm sorry, Sarah. I'm I'm lost already. I've got to go. And he pushes the child away. Oh, damn. I, <laughs> I was legit thinking, let's just take her with us. 
Dandy no! <laughs> Are you like walking away? Uh, yeah, like he 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 is. <sighs> yeah. He, he, uh, really hard for him too, but in his head he's already he's already lost yeah. her. Yeah. Oh, that's cold. That's cold. I mean, it's it's the right thing to do, but that's cold. You you push her away and she falls to the floor. And you take off round the bend and you glance back at one last look. But Sarah's gone, and in her place stands a child mannequin in a mechanical cat mask. Uh, and then a voice so quietly emanates from the mannequin. Smooth is the hand that makes the world, and steady is the mind that grasps it. Can I have a sanity roll from you both, please? <laughs> 64 over. 44 over. over. That's a critical fail there, Edward. Yep. Yeah, it is. It's his kid, man. Give him a <laughs> kid. <laughs> uh, Agent Nero, you take one point of sanity damage. Uh, <laughs> Agent Gonzo, this really affected you. You take the maximum, which is four. Oh, no. I feel very strongly about your child's... <laughs> yeah, obviously. Uh, you know what? Maybe, it, maybe, maybe it reminds me of, reminds me of uh, your kids. Exactly. It, it hits me... I, I forgot I had kids for many sessions, and it's just reminding me that I have responsibilities back home that I'm left, left behind. They're still at the cinema. <laughs> They're waiting to see Fast and the Furious. They have no idea yeah. what's going on. Uh, yeah. oh, to be honest, you've probably only gone for like five or six days so far. So. Yeah, it's, it's a scary thing. Pretty well, absent father. Five or six days, or has it been many years? Mm. Oh God. <laughs> You go off around the corner, and once again you set off. You set off through the labyrinth, through this confusing maze, uh, and there's this creeping sense, like like there was in the broader bend. This creeping sense of like awful dread, and maybe being watched. And you keep hearing off in the distance, like people talking, maybe or footsteps, or flashes of people going around corners, but you can never quite find anyone else. Gonzo, give us a search roll. 53 under. 53 under. Mm -hmm. You hear some jingling and jangling behind you, some clanking. Ching, ching, ching. Sounds like someone carrying a load of gear. You see a light pierce through the darkness. And then turning around the corner is Mark Roark. Huzzah! How are you doing, fellas? I'm just going to look straight to Nero. Like, he can't be down here, can he? Is he real? I don't know. Don't trust anything. I mean... What are you doing down here, fellas? Looking for your battle? Yeah. That's, uh... That's exactly what we're doing. What about you? You're... Uh, trying to find your bottle still? Hey, same to me. I, I am indeed. It's a little bit confusing down here, though, huh? Lucky I bought all this gear. How long have you, uh... How long have you been down here? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it does make sense with everything else that's happened over the last few episodes. <laughs> hey, you, you fellas want to team up? Maybe a, a pair of fresh eyes, you know? Like, look out for your, look out, look out for your six, you know? Why not? I'm, I'm, I'm not against it. Even though we just witnessed a phantom child, mechanical phantom child, I think, what have we got to lose? As long as we don't okay. tell him that we're looking for other people's bottles. If he can help us find our own, laughing. What what gear has he got? So he's got one of the old timey 
like hats with a lantern on the front. Yep. Um, it looks like he's got a pickaxe strapped to his, his backpack and uh, probably like an extra lantern as well. So he's dressed like a miner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we've got gear, right? We're not under-equipped. We just have we've a lantern, that's it. A yeah. lantern. Yeah. Uh, sorry, and you have two shivs. You have a yeah. screwdriver and... <laughs> an actual <laughs> shiv. You know, an ice pick. And the a rat taser. killers. And a taser, yeah. Uh, I mean... Right, let's, let's kill him. Take a stone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna lean over and whisper, like, look, listen, he can help us get our bottles, we can help him get his, but just don't tell him about the other two, okay? It's um, not worth asking questions, inviting questions, sorry. Uh, oh, you ready then? Lead the way. Uh, how about you lead the way, and I'll, I'll just keep an eye on the back here. I'll keep an eye on the six, you know? Okay. But I will roll a search roll. Oh dear. Open your eyes, son. <laughs> Walked into a wall. <laughs> uh, you're walking for again what seems like hours through this through the darkness, looking at all the different bottles, uh, and you haven't yet seen a name that you that you recognise. And you must have scanned ten thousand bottles by now. And Agent Gonzo, can I have another search roll off you, please? Mm. 38 under. 38 under. Oh, yeah. From behind you, you hear, I thought you liked me. Oh, no. Fucking hell. Oh, it's a deep cut. Oh. First cut is the deepest. <laughs> can, I, can I put my head down and just, like, keep walking? I thought you liked me. Can anyone else hear this? Can I look? Can I look over at Nero to see if he's reacting to a voice? I mean, you you heard it, Nero. Yeah. Yes, she's not here. She's not here. Just keep walking. Just keep do scanning you, for these bottles. Do you remember Why that voice? Why did you come with me, Michael? We could have gone together. Perhaps then I might have stood a chance. But you didn't, did you? You stayed in bed. Because you were scared. Scared of what we would find. You know, like voices bouncing off the walls. Scared of a man you had only just met. You could have saved me, Michael. Oh. You could have come with me. But you didn't. You're a coward, Michael. Well, she's got you there. <laughs> oh, she's not wrong. Um, yeah, I'm just going to... I'm just going to put my ears, my hands over my ears and just like try and stomp on just not thinking about it. Okay, can you both roll sanity for me? Mad. I named my first child after you, I'm sorry. <laughs> 72 over. 38 over. <laughs> it was never going to be under, was it? No, it was never going to be under. Both lose, uh, you both lose three points to sanity then. Oh, how's Mark reacting to all this? Uh, Mark freaks out and tears off. Oh. oh, come on, Mark. He runs. He runs. He shoves past you and runs off into the darkness. He's, he's all his gear like, ching, 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 ching. God damn well, Who's the coward now? I've just got to look at Nero wide-eyed. Like, Jesus Christ, what are we going to hear next? <laughs> I don't know, but I think this place is trying to drain us. 
We've got to, we've got to find these these bottles fast. And he continues to just raise the the lantern up to the the myriad of bottles on the walls. Yeah. A search roll off each of you, then, please. Twenty-eight. He's getting desperate now. Twenty-eight Oof. under. Fifty-five under. That was a critical yes. success. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty-five under. Yep. Amazing. Well done. Yeah. Screen dice for the win. You come across an alcove. A strangely, a strangely lit alcove, where a single bottle sits on a pedestal. And it's made of this strange... It's like layers of dark crystal. It's stopped with a cork. And it's sealed with melted yellow wax. Which <laughs> is pressed the yellow sign. Mm. And the name on the plaque of the bottle reads JC Lynn's. God, you're lucky you got that critical success. <laughs> oh, we have three more to get. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just going to walk straight up to it just without missing the beat I just pick it up you grab it? yeah so when you grab it you notice it's it's mounted on some sort of mechanism oh and <laughs> pulling it pulling it forward reveals a bronze clockwork wheel connected to the base um, and it spins and clicks as you as you pull the bottle off and when it's when it's fully extended, there's a loud cracking noise, and the bottle comes off. And then, the back doors of the alcove open inward, revealing a full-sized passage. Ooh. Ooh. Steps Ooh. lead up into mist and darkness. Up is, up is out, right? Well, I I guess it's. Do we want to? Continue in this maze and and all those those horrible images. Or do we get out of this place and and continue on the quest that Abigail sent us on? We found the author. We found the bottle. Now we need to make our way across that lake. I think. A figure brushes past you suddenly in in a hurry. (laughs) It's very small. It darts past you past the pedestal and up into the stairs and it's the small child draped in gold cloth who you encountered in Birmingham and Esther Samagina's house fantastic <laughs> it stops on the stairs leading upwards and turns and regards you and it gives a thumbs up and waves in like a follow me motion then it they turn and climb the stairs upwards into the mist well I'll tell you one thing this this little little child has never told us a lie, has she? They've uh, they've warned us about the dog soldier. Yes. They <laughs> I hate <laughs> my, I hate myself right now for saying it. <laughs> and they warned us about the the flammability of Nurse Samagina's walls and someone being there. Perhaps for once we should actually heed their warning and well Follow him. Yeah, but what about your ball? I mean, how much do you actually want it? Things just keep getting worse in this place. He looks behind him. If the the, the first thing they throw at me is my daughter, God knows what they'll send towards either of us. 
And I don't think we'll meet many friendly people like Roark and, uh, you know, trouncing around. I'll nod. Right. Okay. We, uh... It's not like we didn't try. Come on. Let's do it then. He... Uh, Going up? Yeah, and as they're walking up, Nero says out loud... Almost maybe, like, as he's walking up, it fades out. He says, I'm sorry, Elmer. Uh, I couldn't do what you asked. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, floating through the <laughs> uh, Legit question. What happens if we start smashing bottles? Like, <laughs> we don't know what happens if you break these things. Does it set these people free or does it condemn them? Give it a go if you want. Oh, I don't know if I want to live with the consequences of what I do. It's, uh, <laughs> just in case to just condemn someone you want to eat a bottle of the wall I guess we'll never find out will we don't bring me in if you want to do it dude you crack on no I, I've got I've got I a bottle up and then think to myself no no just in case no if I was a bit low right. on sand maybe <laughs> <laughs> um, will you both roll a d20 13 14 you can regain that much sanity. Ho-ho! Oh! Nice. Each agent present when JC when Lindsay's bottle is found gains 1d20 sam. Now, I'm wondering whether we need to, like, use an anagrammed generator and put in JC Lindsay. Like, who is JC Lindsay? Why are they so important? And, you know, maybe there's more to this. Than, uh, well, yeah. well, well, Abigail did. Abigail did call him the author. Did he write the original text? Mm. Do well, you think we can convince him to change the text? Well, is it, did he create it when he wrote it, or did he write it down because it happened? That's the question. I guess we'll find out if we meet him. Oh, when? Mm. When now? I've got twenty-nine points of sanity. <laughs> a whole 29 I know, that's the closest I've been to sane in a long, long time <laughs> you ascend the stairs into the darkness and sometime later you both How long? awake how long? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> in, in, in days asshole <laughs> not enough to recover any hit points you might have lost yeah. you awake <laughs> On a rocky shore of a windswept lake. <gasps> oh. It's night time. The sky is dark with a thin layer of translucent cloud. Two moons hang in the sky, surrounded by strange luminescent black stars. Towering ruins surround the lake. The buildings are ancient and bizarre. Many are marked with bullet holes and damage from explosions. All of them are collapsed, quiet, and uninhabitable. The water of the lake is black, still, and silent. Dark of night and a hanging mist make the far shore of the lake invisible. No lights can be seen across the water apart from the moon and the black stars. But there are lights below the water. Pinpoints of light far beneath the surface of the lake. Think back to the model in yeah. Samajina's son's room. Yeah, yeah. And when you when you say if, if you said it out loud, Nero, you you suddenly look around, and your 
you feel like you have this innate knowledge of this place uh, and you, you start to recognise certain parts of the ruined city around you as how you saw it on Henry Samajina's model mm-hmm. the cardboard uh, the cardboard world what else do you remember about the model? Um, so below the below the lake there was a battle going on in the centre of the lake there was a city and they were like mm-hmm. feasting and like nobility and having a having the masquerade pool ball. I want to say something like that. Yeah. Uh, so there was like a ruined city around the lake, and then the lake was almost like a vertical shaft mm. with little boats hanging inside it and stuff. And then at the bottom of the lake, there was a, there was the city reflected from the top, but uh, still intact. But yeah, there was a battle going on. Yeah. And there was a massive palace there as well. Oof. So, are we heading into a battle? Or are we after the battle? I mean, look around. Everything's fucked. Let me just read the read the lake. Uh, read the lake. Read the the text that Abigail sent us. Uh, find the hotel, the labyrinth, the author, his bottle, the city, the lake. So the city, we have to find the city. We found the lake as well, though. Yes. Its shadow, the battle. Sorry, it's because it's in script and I'm, I can barely read it. Um, <laughs> the battle, then the party, the dance. So mm-hmm. we found the lake. We need to find the shadow of the lake, whatever that means. The battle, then the party. Oh, I don't like the name of the battle. <laughs> We're sitting... Sitting on the shore of the lake, hundreds of long, kind of ancient boats. Mm-hmm. Uh, and each appeared to have been cut from, like, a massive tree trunk. And they could fit, like, 20 people in each. But they're pushed up on the shore, on the rocks, unsecured. Do you know what this image reminds me of? That episode of The Simpsons where Bart loses his soul? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well... I feel like they're they're waiting for us to to set sail. What was it that that she scrawled that was scrawled on that the cell in the Dorchester? And he he from his backpack maybe he grabs a photo of the the writings. He goes, Abigail Wright has gone to sea across the waves to rescue me in both ship tall and fine. She rounds the corner marking time. I think we've got to follow him, mate. Just make that noise and I nod. And um, Nero starts to walk towards the shore. Um, anything else sort of close to the shore as he gets to the gets to the boat? No, only the boat. And the boat. The black, still water of the lake. Uh, Nero gets in and he gets the oar. Maybe, get, maybe there's oars in there, I don't know if there's sails. There isn't. There isn't oars or sails. Or paddles. Mm. Pushes off, mate. And jump in. Alright. I'll just grunt. Unless I give it a good Unless no. you think You're right. We should do it. We should go. It's uh I mean we've come this far, right? And I wanna get there. That's uh Can I ask a question, Rich? Is this the same uh-huh. lake that I've I had initially in my dreams? Oh, it sure looks the same. Mm. Yeah. 
<laughs> and as he has that epiphany, he says, "This, this lick, that, the reflection, the that," and he points to a random place on the lake. Um, that's where that mannequin in my dreams, with the fears of Sarah, was reciting the the play. This has been going on for nigh on fifteen years, and we didn't even know it. Before the, before the play, before the book, before even, before that digs out in York. They, they've been driving us here all this time, mate. We've, we know where we've got to go. And we know what we've got to do, it's just whether we've got the balls to do it. I think this has been, a uh, coming more than 15 years. God. 20. That's just, yeah. <laughs> 16 years and 7 days. Let's just uh, get it done. Now I'm just going to give it a big old push and then get my feet wet and hop in. Cool, you hop into the boat and you, you, you can push it out onto the lake and then it just stops. But Agent Nero, you know somewhere, deep in your mind for some reason, you know, and you say out loud, go forward, and the boat just sets off across the water. Cool. Okay. And as soon as you're off the shore, the mist starts to rise from the surface of the lake. And the fog like flows and spreads out into a low haze. And after a couple of minutes, the water has just been completely replaced by this fog. But even, even through it, you can still see some of the brighter lights all the way down at the bottom of the lake uh, remain visible. Uh, and then your boat suddenly lurches and it starts to descend through the fog. And we'll pick it up there next time. Oh. Oh. We're going it was a short session. Oh, God. It was. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you for listening. For more information on Delta Green, visit delta-green.com. Music and sound effects provided by pixabay.com. Additional music very kindly provided by Cryo Chamber. Please check them out at cryochamber.bandcamp.com. <laughs>